Bismillah, you right? Can you hear me? Bro, can you hear me? Bismillah. Alright guys, welcome to another episode of the Sports Card Hunters. Today we're going to be talking about the different grading companies available and what you should look out for when you want to make your next investment. Today I'm joined with uh, Dean. And uh, honorable mention goes to Rafid because he was giving me, he was giving me a hard time. He's like, "Bro, why didn't you, why didn't you mention me in the last one?" Um, but uh, yeah, no, I'm here with joined with both of them. Um, and yeah, today we're going to be talking about different uh, grading companies. I want to start off by talking about the main grading company that a lot of people talk about and a lot of people reference um, when they when they uh, speak in regards to sports cards, and that is PSA. PSA is probably the most common, the most well-marketed. The, when you hear about sports cards, you'll think about a PSA graded sports card. That's the most common sports card that you come across. Mm, I think it's debatable, but yeah, we'll go with that for now. Go no, there's, there is a lot. The, BGS is still up there, yeah. but as far as like, if you're talking about an outsider, like personally speaking, when I, before sports cards, you know when you like just saw 90s memorabilia or like early 2000s memorabilia yeah i thought i saw graded pokemon cards as that thing and whenever i saw a graded pokemon card before this thing even blew up i always saw them in a psa graded case it was that red sticker i never saw them a bgs i only found out about when i started getting into sports cards just recently like in the last couple of months but with psa i'm sure there's a lot of like i've seen i've seen a lot of podcasters in america a few um a few bloggers write about this that PSA is the most well marketed. Like I'm not saying yeah, it's the yeah, best, yeah, okay, yeah, but yeah. the most as in terms of like people know about it a lot more than the other grading companies because it's the most well marketed. Like you, you think about you think about sports cards and you think, oh it's probably a PSA graded sports card. Not 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 because it's better because it's just like the first thing that comes to your mind. True, okay. Um, yeah. in terms of marketing, so, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, that that's what I'm that's that's what I was coming at so when you like in general when you when you're new you're coming in into the game you want to know about different marketing companies um the main the main most not the main but the most marketed one that you hear about and to be fair it'll probably base a lot of market valuations off of like most i think most market valuations are based off psa graded cards because i think there's a lot correct me if i'm wrong but i think there's a lot more psa graded cards out there than Beckett ones, but yeah, just probably. But um, when you see when you go on eBay listings and complete listings, ninety percent of them are all PSA. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Depending on the card, yeah, depending yeah. on the card. But the cards that if you are after an Mbappe, if you're after a Ronaldo or a Messi, um, the most common listings that are completed on eBay are uh, P- PSA complete. I think something that's helped with that though is um, people like Gary V or. Uh, Patrick Bet David or um, Logan Paul recently or um, yeah. what else? Uh, who else is in the game? Yeah, but like those sort of people, they Kendrick Perkins, the former basketball player, is now like a ESPN analyst or correspondent. Um, people like that, they kind of propelled um, PSA to what it is, I believe. So it kind of like. PSA kind of, even though it's the most well marketed, it's kind of word of mouth that got them there, in my opinion. Because when you're hearing about sports card and 
if it ain't got the red stick on like you're you're hearing about all these influencers people that have following um on a larger scale that are looking at that saying oh if logan paul has a psa thing i need to get a psa one if gary v has a beach like a psa one and i need to get a psa one had the roles been reversed and they started promoting bg uh, like beckett and bgs i feel like we would have a we would be having a different conversation as of right now yeah that's 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 fair enough in, it. Uh, so in terms of like the reality of the situation it's the case where um psa is still the most uh marketed uh and, and with bgs obviously we'll segue into mm-hmm. it i think bgs as far as a grading company on certain cards this is the issue here on certain cards mm. the bgs card is more valuable than any other card on the planet yeah like if you want if you want a te- black graded psa 10 on those you know black grade bgs 10 mbappe bruv you're talking bucks like, yeah is way more expensive than the standard PSA 10 grade Mbappe. Um, yeah, but, uh, but yeah, like, I, I was gonna say because the reason being is to get there's two types of pristine there's a 10 pristine, which is the one with the normal gold uh label that it comes with, and then there's obviously that's, that's perfect, that just that's just perfect, yeah. And then, then there's a black label, so the black label pristine is Beckett offers something that PSA doesn't, and in that regard, the way it offers is subsections, subcategories to tell you what was good at your card that got you to this grade so they have centering edges corners and surfaces as subgrades that you can see um physically with your own eyes so for example if everything got a 10 if centering got a 10 if corners got a 10 if edges got a 10 and surface got a 10 that gives you a pristine black label now you can imagine how hard that is to get a 10 on every single topic every single subsection did you want to explain before you got into the nitty gritty what BGS? Yeah, is so yeah, where, yeah. They, where they stand, where they stand. So in the BGS, as I said, I think is on par. It's BGS stands for Beckett Grading Services. Um, it's a company like PSA, it's a grading company for sports card and um, other memorabilia. Um, and I feel like they, if you can't get a PSA, you go to BGS, yeah. and vice versa. Um, people have preferences, right? It's kind of like, do you prefer Ronaldo or Messi? Or if you prefer, you know, a certain type of sandwich to another one. It's just, it's a matter of preference, you know? What's your favourite colour? Like, it's subjective. So, I feel like with BGS and PSA, neither answer is correct. It's just a matter of preference. But you have to take into consideration that are you doing this from a collective standpoint or are you doing it in order to make um, a profitable like gain from this? Because if you're doing it from a transactional standpoint where you're going to buy something and sell it on hopefully for a bigger price, I feel like PSA is better in that regard. Yeah, and then, like you said, with certain cards, so if you're doing it from a collector standpoint, I feel like BGS is better because it offers you subgrades. And like you said, with yeah. certain cards, BGS is is the way like like for example a first edition base set charizard to get in a psa is relatively cheaper than to get in a bgs if you wanted to get bgs 10 charizard i think i feel like there's only two out there and the person that has it um someone could correct me if i'm wrong but there's only two 10 pristine charizard base sets and that person owns both of them. So technically, he controls the market for that. 
Wait, how much? How much is one of them going? So a BGS nine point four price. So a BGS nine point five, uh, Charizard, um, is listed at two hundred and three thousand pound. That's two hundred and seventy thousand dollars. <laughs> That's a nine point five. Nine point five, yeah. That's so nice, if there's only bro. two tens in the BGS, you can imagine what people would be offering for that. Half a mil, uh, probably more than that. Probably more than that because you got to remember there's only two out there. So this one person controls the market. He can he can manipulate the market in any which way he sees possible. So if he says I'm gonna sell one for five hundred thousand, or if he says furthermore I'm gonna sell one for a million, the last sold price for BGS ten is a million. So therefore, yeah. if this is a hot commodity, you have to offer more than a million, because surely the mm. stock has risen from when you lost all the last sale price. Otherwise, you wouldn't be interested in buying it. That's See true. what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah. On that note, there's a few cards that are actually a lot of money. I just want to say, uh, just interject. Um, if you want, if you wanted to look at, I'm currently looking at uh, early Ronaldo rookies, a Cristiano Ronaldo rookie. Yeah. His first ever sticker from 2002 and 2003. BGS nine point five is twenty three grand last sold for two months ago. Wow. Twenty three grand, nine point five graded for his first ever rookie uh, sticker. So and even the BGS six point five graded for that same sticker went for two and a half grand, yeah. and so that's a six point five graded. So um, BGS definitely has its place in the market. I'm not disregarding mm-hmm. that. Um, and I think you 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 clarified it very well in terms of if you want to make money from the game, PSA is your way to go. You want to you want to uh, make a profit. You want to turn this into like a, a side hobby, maybe a business. Um, you buy PSA graded cards because that's what the market is after. Mm. However, if you want to collect, you want to uh, really appreciate the the game of sports cards uh, and, and want to have that as a hobby, then BGS is your way to go because it, that's, that's I would say, as far as from a collector's standpoint, I'm not a collector, but I can probably relate on a different collecting edition in terms of sneakers and shoes. Uh, people get their sneakers and shoes in, um, they, they, they cellophane wrap them, yeah. they, they wrap them in plastic and they vacuum seal them. And they uh, put them in glass cases. It's like you put it in the trophy yeah. cabinet. And I think BGS is the trophy cabinet for the collector. Yes, um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'd agree with that. So, so they, yeah, they put it. They put it in like a proper nice, like they have all. They have all the uh, subgrading on there, and you. It's very satisfying if you see all the subgrading above a nine point five or above a nine. Yeah, so I think for a collector standpoint, that's very eye catching. So there are we're touching a lot on the two main ones but just just in case you guys didn't get it bgs and psa are the two main grading companies that you really should look at uh, for great for buying and investing purposes any other grading company honestly it's not worth your investment even from a collecting point and even from a like an investing point Mm. of view it's not worth your money or your time because they're not that valuable and they're not really going to go up in value anytime yeah. soon in terms of i don't think it unless the market is so out for, yeah, yeah, yeah. for the new for the newbie investor like if we're talking random psa 10s like right not no ronaldo status no Messi days like random players cards psa 10s go for extortion amount of money then we can see an uprise in CSG is the next agreement. Yeah, I think there's GMA as well. Well, there is GMA. I don't think yeah. there is GMA, but these are 
like you said, these are companies that are just they're just there. <laughs> they're, they're, they're just, just there. Yeah, like, they're not. They're just there. They're, they're just there. Like, just to offer like a little bit of competition to put pressure, but not really. They're just there. Like maybe they offer yeah. um, cheaper grading services. That's why people are more inclined to go there if they don't have a lot of money. They think that if they get a ten in any other grading company, um, it might be of value. But that's not always necessarily the case. Um, yeah. it, like you know, there's an old so, saying: uh, yeah, take, to to get money, you have to put in money. You know, it takes money to make money. And, you know, if you're going to cut corners, um, one second, if you're going to cut corners, then this game probably isn't for you. So, I have a question. So, I didn't get the whole grading thing because, you know, when I started, I did it more as a yeah. collecting point. But what is the point of grading? Like, is what what's... What's the real benefit of getting it graded and not graded? Is it is it that big of a difference? Do you want to take it? Uh, okay, so let's say for example, you have a raw card, right? You pack put it as a raw card, <clears throat> and that card is worth thirty pound. Yeah, let's say for example, it's a Devin Booker twenty fifteen Prism card. It's worth thirty pound. This is all hypothetical, by the way. Now, yeah, let's say yeah, you send yeah. it off to a grading company such as PSA. And now this yep. card is graded a 10. Yeah, it comes back in a case, okay. plastic case with a sticker that says Devon Booker, Devon Booker Prism 2015 10. Gem Mint 10. That £30 card yep. has now risen to 1500 Just, just because, because it has, it has a, a PSA 10, 10 on it. And it's, and it's, protected, in a, it's, it's protected in a plastic case. Now, I'm not saying... Yeah, I did... Are these the official numbers? So, Devin Booker, the PSA 10 for the 2015 Prism is actually £1,500. So, okay, okay. Uh, but his rookie, his his rule card is... No, his rule card is a £30, pound, but to be oh, his rule card is okay. probably more around the £200 mark. £200 pound okay. mark. Yeah, it is. So, is let's true. just say, like, if you're using a real-life example, then £200, pound, even £200 pound to £1,500, it's a massive jump. It's a big difference. So, it's, so it's worth... Yeah. It's worth um, if you have a card that is um, a hot value, a hot commodity, something that people are like actively looking for, is worth grading, in my opinion. And that's the reason, because you can make a lot, 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 lot more profit. Um, unless, you got a bulk, unless you're bulk buying raw cards, um, but even then, you're not going to make near as... Like, if you have 50 raw cards and... Um, in terms of like for example Luca Doncic if you have 50 raw cards of his yes you're going to make profit but imagine you had 50 PSA 10s do you know what I'm saying yeah. so that's yeah. kind of why this is such a disproportionate mm. like upside of getting a graded card however you do have to consider that not all cards exactly, are worth yeah. grading like you might you might from an amateur point of view and I'm not going to sit here like I'm an expert in valuing card values yeah. because I'm not uh, but I do know that the difference between a PSA yeah. nine and a PSA ten, because I got a PSA nine in Mbappe and I got a PSA yeah. ten in Mbappe, bruv, I cannot tell the difference between the two. Yeah, like, yeah. From the naked eye, you Magnif- get like yeah, a yeah, microscope yeah, yeah. or something. Like you, I, you look at it from the naked eye, from the untrained eye. I cannot tell you whether this, why that's a PSA nine, bro. It looks exactly the same as the ten. So you might, you might have a bunch of cards that you might like. I've seen it, like the ratio of PSA tens. As far as you send over thirty cards, for example, to PSA, yeah. Or let's say, yeah, let's say you're starting out. You send over ten cards to PSA. I'm gonna get ten of them graded. 
don't think that like, 10 of them are going to come back. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think that's a like, big... That, that's yeah, not I think that's a happen, big bro. misconception you know that people see this card, they think it's pack pulled. Or, um, I'm gonna send it off and I'm gonna get a 10, I'm gonna make a killing. No, yeah. educate yourself, man. Educate, educate, education, education, education. We can't stress this enough as a whole, as a, as a group, as a collective. We can't stress enough how yeah. e- important education is. Now, when you're looking at raw cards, like I said, like you said, don't expect it to be a 10. Um, there are uh, things out there that you can look for, um, such as cornerings, if there's any whitening on the corners, if there's any surface scratching, then you know it's not really worth it. Do you know what I'm saying? So, but if to you, and one thing that I'll say is if you do pack pull cards, put them in the sleeve and a top loader straight away. Definitely, yeah. yeah if they're really good the cards, straight away, leave top loader and make sure you put it in a place where it won't get damaged because as uh, the brothers have said the slightest bit of whitening or slight bit is off and it goes from 10 to 9 it's a really you know narrow line no, as well not even the 10 to 9 probably go to 10 to but you just said you have uh, literally uh, PSA yeah. 9 and PSA 10 and Mbappe do you know the price difference between them yeah so uh, yeah. in the heyday like right now right now the price if you can pick up a PSA 9 uh, for like 150 I think or 200 pounds you pick up a PSA 10, current value is about 450. I think, by the way, side topic, Mbappe is really unvalued right now. So if you do want to pick him up, bro, I think there's the best time before his price. Because maybe back two goals yesterday, I'm telling you. They right still now, lost 3 2. But go on. No? That's, yeah, that's true. The side, side topic. Side topic. Um, back on this, but t- the price difference still from PSA 9 to PSA 10 is 250, £300 difference. However, in the heyday, like, until yeah. two months ago, PSA nine Mbappe was nine fifty, and then PSA ten Mbappe. This is a base card, not coloured, no no special edition, whatever. The base rookie rookie mm. card of Mbappe PSA ten was two thousand four hundred. Look like, at that! That's huge. And how many Mad difference. That's. I've got three PSA tens. Man, one you could have made. You could have made close so, uh, to seven. A rich yeah. man. A rich man. You made... No, you know what? I, I invent. I only had my possession when the price was skyrocketing. Yeah, I only had yeah. one in my possession. One card in my possession. That was the ten PSA. Uh, one that was the PSA ten in Bafay, Just one of them. And then after, like the the season finished, that's when I, that's when I invested in more. Uh, so we talked about sort of the different companies we talked about grading itself it's just kind of to tell you that the cards mint the condition of the card right that's what grading mm-hmm. is essentially wait sorry Rafa, sorry to cut you off but did you want to did you want to touch on um how long it takes for uh a card to get graded so that's my next my okay, next question go on, literally go on, go on. so after like you know you understand what it is now now the question is how do you get it graded and how long does it take so that that's the question i have next okay cool so basically um it's a long process let's put it that way um it's not like a, you you send it to them and then they come back next week here yeah, you got psa 10 hurrah on that um there's quite a long process uh, you have to send your cards in a protective case. I think there's an actual form on the PSA website. I'm sure there's one on the Beckett website as well, but correct me if I'm wrong, but on the PSA website, there's a form that you print out, uh, multiple forms that you print out, and they'll give you step-by-step instructions of how to send cards to them. So it's not the case that you just got a bunch of cards, you throw them in a, like a box and then send them to them. 
No, you have to put them, I think, in sleeves. You have to put them in top loaders. You have to protect every card. You have to section every card out and, like, uh, put rubber bands and cardboard on them. You have to do a lot of legwork in the beginning. And also, there's a fee as well. You pay PSA to grade your cards. Like, they're a business at the end of the day. Then you make money. You pay a fee to grade the cards. And I think, per, it's, I think it's a, I don't know if it's a flat fee, but I'm sure the fee kind of fluctuates per card. I'm not too sure. But I do know that per card, you need to pay a fee. And to be honest, people, like, I, I remember when I started, like, with the whole grading thing, like, oh, my days, it costs money to grade. It's a lot of money. But to be honest, if you've got a, a hot profit, or you've got a hot uh, ticket uh, card, your money is going to get paid back. If you get PSA 9, you get PSA 10, your money is going to get paid back if you pay the fee anyway. So it's a good, you might as well make the investment. Um, okay, now once you send your cards off the PSA, um they take a good few months to i mean a good few months is understood so 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 because of the current influx of the market because of how many people have been getting into the game recently how many people have been sending their cards off um i think the turnaround time you're looking at if you're lucky six months at the earliest um if you're lucky um there are ways you can pay extra to kind of speed up the process a little bit. But um, because they've, they've got so much of an... They've got an influx of cards coming in from all over the place. Because as you said, if we're in the UK, we're in England talking about PSA, imagine how big America is, how big Canada is, how big um, so, yeah. whole of South America is, Australia. They're all, you know, trying to send their cards off. Um, it's going to be very, very difficult to expect anything less than six months unless you pay an additional um, faster charge, uh, service charge yeah. fee. Um, but yeah, I'd say six months at the bare minimum. And it, To be honest, a lot of people might be questioning themselves, you know what, is it worth it to get graded? And to be honest, if you've got a bunch of cards laying around that you don't want to sell raw and you might want to see how many PSA 10s you can pull, maybe it is beneficial in that regard however if you're just starting out um or like you've got a little bit of uh, capital to invest in cards i don't think you should really worry about getting raw cards maybe if you wanted to like test the waters a little bit and you can get raw cards i personally when i started first investing my first investment was a psa 10 graded card so if you've got the capital i recommend instead of going through all the hassle and waiting six months or whatever for a maybe, maybe yes, maybe no, you're going to get a... You don't mm. know whether it's going to be a PSA 8 or a PSA 10 or a PSA 9 or a PSA 6. What's going to come back? So without going through all that stress, if you just want to cut corner and go straight to the card, you can just pick up the greater card off eBay um, if you just want, if you've got the capital. Um, but if you have a bunch of cards, like I said, if you've got a bunch of cards laying around and you want to get them graded and you just want to see the value of them because you feel like the raw card doesn't go for that much money, and you feel like if it comes back from a to a PSA eight or a PSA nine, maybe a PSA ten, you'll get a little bit more bang for your buck. I think in that regard, it would be it would. Do be you know, better. on that note, yeah, um, like I remember I was telling you guys before, like I was incredibly skeptical of buying raw cards. Like the I own, I only yeah, own five were. raw anti fatty cards because they came from Tops Chrome, like from the direct website. I mean, Tops, not Tops Chrome, but just Tops yeah. on the actual website. But then. Now that we like, as as time went on, I started studying a bit more. For that exact reason, you said Mr. that people don't want to wait that long. If people can sell a raw card for two hundred pound yeah. or a hundred pound, 
why would they not sell it for 100 pounds because that's a guarantee that 100 pounds or 100 200 pounds yeah, so it's not true. really about for me it was like if they were gonna this is my mentality when i came if it was gonna be a PSA, psa 10 they would have gone and got it graded so i'm not gonna buy it yeah but now i've kind of yeah opened up my i've kind of expanded my uh understanding of it yeah yeah i was gonna horizon. say my understanding of it yeah <laughs> there you go horizon. Like, okay let me analyze the card on ebay from what's shown don't be afraid to ask for pictures additional pictures if you need them um look at the seller's reviews on ebay and then or wherever you purchase your thing from your cards from um but don't don't make that same mistake i did thinking that if it was going to be a psa 10 they would have got it graded themselves therefore i'm not buying real cards because there is money to be made of real cards. People have brought real cards, not been like, okay, I can wait six months or whatever, send it off to PSA, and it's come back a PSA 9 or PSA 10, um, and they sold it on for more. So, like, but be, yeah. do your due diligence, be, um, make sure you're wary and you, you, you're, what you call it, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, you're careful. You're careful when you're buying real cards. So don't, don't think we're trying to deter you off buying raw cards over a grading company, but just we're just trying to educate you on what grading companies are and um, how much value they could be. Cool. That's, uh, go on, you know, that was touch up. yeah, that was uh, that was really good. I think I think that's covers basically most of it and most of the understandings. I really got a good grasp for it as well. So thank you guys All good, for man. the information. If you want to wrap it up, Masood. Yeah, cool, guys. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Really, really appreciate it. And also, just want to give an honourable shout-out to every single follower that's been following us on TikTok, following us on Instagram, commenting, investing. We've got, so many, we've got a few people investing because of our advice, mm. which is really helpful. I want to make, make one thing clear, guys. For those of you listening, please invest on your own accord. Investing is a fun game. But it can be very dangerous um, if you don't know what you're doing. So, please, we highly stress educate yourselves in the game wherever you make an whenever you make an uneducated investment yes you might get lucky with one or two but it's definitely going to hurt you in the long run so please we really do uh, appreciate it if you want to be part of this community you want to either collect or you want to make money it's good even if you collect you can have a little bit of an asset that's appreciating please educate yourself in the market it'll only do you and can uh, i just can i just say one more thing before so again you, thank before you before you close off here you can edit this here off in there yeah. Um, with with Masu saying that if you also have any any questions that you may be stuck on if you're in the UK like us you don't know what you're doing or anywhere around the globe don't hesitate to hit us up on Instagram or on TikTok um, it's the same as this podcast at the sport card at the sports card hunters um, feel free to drop us a message one of us will get back to you as soon as we can with any of the questions that you have um, and hopefully we can be of assistance to you so uh, make sure you follow us on our social media. Yeah. Uh, you'll know when the podcasts are coming out, uh, what we're investing in ourselves, what we're looking for. Um, and yeah, if you have any queries, you're, that's the best way to get at us. Cool. Guys, thank you so much for listening. Thank you guys for listening to Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah there you fine. go. <laughs>